So as a father, what are some <laughs> ways, man, that you see yourself having to either correct that behavior or just redirect how he going about that? I think he a lot like me, but this in, generation... In what ways? Head is hard. Head is hard. <laughs> so he got to continue to bump his head, bump his head, bump his head. What they say, a hard head make a soft? soft. Yeah. Man, behind. <laughs> Happy New Year, all oh, that, yeah, my yeah, man, yeah, right hand yeah, man in yeah, here, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, listen, man, we gonna, we got a lot to unpack. See, me and E kicked it off last week without you. Yeah, y'all now, solid, bro. Now we got the full team here, man, and so we got so much to dive into, man, and in terms of just everything, bro, what's been happening at work, bro? What's up with man, the kids and the fam? It's, it's been busy, man, but it's been good. Um Got a quick little story, like, so I have to pick up my daughter from school, so I got to pick her up at 3.30. Mm-hmm. So today was just crazy. I got to pick her up, drop Kevin off to orientation, got to do all that type of stuff. So I pick up my daughter. As soon as she get in the car, she Kevin in the front seat. She said, Dad, just take me straight home. <laughs> like, Kevin, do you hear her, bro? I'm like, <laughs> she can't say, hey, Dad, how you doing? Thanks She's for seven picking years me up. old. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Dad, what's mm-hmm. going on? How's, you know, mm-hmm. Dad, take me home. Mm-hmm. I look back. So, Kevin, mind, I got to take him to a job orientation. It's literally, McDonald's literally a couple minutes away. So, we get out the parking lot. I turn down the street. He falling asleep. Dang. I'm like, bro, you got a <laughs> job seconds. interview, bro. Like, orientation. Like, focus you on. going in a job interview looking sleepy. You can't sleepy. hold your eye. Like, <laughs> So just things like that, bro, focus bro. Up, just like bro. focus, preparation, like, you know, and then taking 10 days to get out the car. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what's up with these <laughs> You're kids, You're supposed to be excited, bro. huh? Yeah. This, day, this one of the day ones right here. You should be happening and skipping up in there. And I told him, I said, when you get in there, I said it twice. When you get in there, text me and let me know when you're going to be done so mm-hmm. we can know. Do you think you did it? Nope. Nope. And then take blowing you up when it's time to get picked up, though, huh? Hey, where you at, man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as a father, what are some <laughs> ways, man, that you see yourself having to either correct that behavior or just redirect how he going about that? I think he a lot like me, but this in, generation. In what ways? Head is hard. Head is hard. <laughs> so you, he got to continue to bump his head, bump his head, bump his head. What they say, a hard head make a soft. soft. Yeah. Man, behind. <laughs> But this generation is just so distracted mm-hmm. with cell phones, social media, so it's mm-hmm. easy for them to get off course. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you don't have that self-discipline, so I have to just continue to be consistent. Mm-hmm. What like, what distractions did you have when you was his age? Mm, our distractions. What was our distractions? Because we was all tight. Well, listen to this. Be, think about that because one of the things I love about y'all too, I thought the Z was going to be a distraction. Remember the Z? The O's. The, oh, yeah. And the O's. <laughs> the O's. You know what I'm saying? And so, because look, when, when you when you get your license and you yeah. can now drive to practice, mm-hmm. but you know you can go slide up on a chick too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you got it. You got options now. You got decisions mm-hmm. to make, man. Yeah. Do I go to practice? Do I go holler at Shorty? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I remember y'all winning or going to the state, but I liked it how focused y'all remained, even though y'all had wheels, y'all had mm-hmm. transportation. And so I think about. That's why I'm asking you. I'm thinking about the distractions we had, such as having a car young and then having success as well. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Thank God for no cell phones and no social media, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, in our day. But as I look at you guys and I hear about the distractions that the kids today is having, Mm -hmm. I'm looking like, but what distractions did we have and how did we overcome them? See, bro, that's interesting, bro. I think we all have it. It's similar, man. Like, they they have everyone we have, but just couple that with social media and cell phones. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, everything we did, it wasn't captured. Not every single yeah. moment. We didn't have, we wasn't carrying all our followers with us, trying to update posts and mm-hmm. what we was eating and where we was at. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't how we moved back in the day, but it's still the same, though, bro. Girls and. I do think the, the video game could have been a distraction yeah. for us, but we used it like we used it when we was competitive. Mm-hmm. You would beat me in Madden, then, but you can't do that in real life. Yeah. So yeah. then we go to the park, <laughs> and then we getting real reps in because yeah. mm-hmm. the fluke stuff that's happening on the game. We yeah. trying to all right run that same route in real life and, exactly. and do all that. This yeah. game cheat. This right. game cheating. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just funny to see. Some of the distractions of old are still distractions today. But my thing is, video gaming is really a thing now. Oh, bro. It's on a we did it to stay out of trouble. Bro. It kept us out of the streets. It kept us away from hurt, harm, and danger. You know what I'm saying? But now, like, kids lack social skills. Mm-hmm. Kids is gaming so hard. Like, they don't even know how to hold a real conversation that yeah. ain't mm-hmm. video game related. Mm-hmm. You right so, about that, bro. And the cell phone hurts I, that, too. I could walk in the lunchroom. So I work at a school, so I could walk in the lunchroom. And this is better. Like, you have some tables that socialize, but I could walk in the lunchroom. We all sit next to each other, and it's this. Mm-hmm. Literally, you're right next to me. I'm here. No and they, talk. Are they texting, to, they texting each other? No, they just on their phone. Gotcha. Anything from Snapchat to YouTube or whatever it is. So, And I remember I was telling them, it's like, I used to tell them, man, like, these moments y'all getting, bro, like, these are the moments we remember. I remember mm-hmm. lunchtime with mm-hmm. the boys chilling. If you left your food at the table, it's gone. gone. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. You know what I mean? Joking, throwing yeah. stuff. or yeah. That was just our social time. We look forward to the lunchroom. Not you know getting, what I mean? Knocking your food out your plate. All yeah. that, bro. Like, yeah. just having fun. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's. So, decent. are they missing some of those moments because they all on their phone? Oh, yeah. They missing all that. Yeah. And then you got, you know, another thing I'll tell about my players, too. They, they got girlfriends, so. Like when we we all had the girlfriends, bro, but they take it to a whole nother level. They it's in marriage. love. Yeah. In love. Yeah, yeah. So so this so they be mad at me or they be trying to you don't know what you talking about, coach. <laughs> she ain't my girl, I'm just talking to her. I'm like, bro, you you you're you're with her. You're in marriage. You're 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 a newlywed. <laughs> look, bro, look look, this is what you're doing. You walk her the first hour. Yeah. I don't know how you getting out of your first hour to meet her. For, like, how, what are you doing? Right. You leaving class early to meet her? Like, you're walking her first hour. You're walking her second hour. You sit with her lunchtime. Bro, we didn't do all that stuff, bro. Like, 
Lunchtime, go kick it with your boys, yeah. bro. It's okay. You're going to get back to They don't do that, bro. The they don't do that. You know what I mean? And then they down. get mad when I say that's your girlfriend. Look what you're doing. You're mm-hmm. doing everything, bro. Y'all acting married, yep. but y'all just boyfriend and girlfriend. It's way too serious. That way too exactly. young. Way age. too serious. And then yeah. they they have on their phone that on yeah. the, on the front they had back cover with the girl on there. Yeah. So they go hard <laughs> in the paint for a week, yeah. and then next week they ain't talking no more. Yeah. So look all that time you wasted, bro. Mm-hmm. Time you wasted. They not looking at that. Nah, bro. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 it's. And that's all you was trying to do was giving them a heads up by calling yeah. them the girlfriend. Like, hey man, you spending a lot of time for somebody that. You just talking to her, whatever you want to call it, whatever label you want exactly. to Exactly. So as soon as my son get here, he like a girl. <laughs> like this girl, my my Dang. daughter friend. Yeah. I want her going to attack mode. Yeah. <laughs> Two a month straight. So I'm like, dude, you the new kid on the block. We got thirteen hundred students. Can't even enjoy it. I said, bro, like it's it's cuties all over. Like just be a new kid, uh, kick it with some friends, have a good time. But you focus on one, then he gonna say, Dad. And ain't no girls here because you focus on what <laughs> you ain't looked around. <laughs> you ain't turned you your head to see your head down. You, your... <laughs> you was walking with your yeah, head down. You got bro. your hoodie on tight. Yeah. You looking straight at straight four. Get your head on the swivel. Right. <laughs> then he put in all that time in her. Right. Yeah. He liked her. She ended up like him. Kind of. It didn't work out. Yeah. But I'm like, look at all that. Look at them hours you blew. Mm-hmm. Blew hours <laughs> at night texting. <laughs> Waking up, like, I got to wake you up, left you home. Because I told him, bro, we leave every morning at 645. <laughs> yeah. If you're not ready, I'm leaving you, bro. <laughs> One of the things that interests me, man, is about the kids today being so focused on one person. Mm. Like you said, not having your head on a swivel or not just being open to having friends versus jumping into a serious, committed relationship mm-hmm. straight out the gate. Straight out the gate. Straight out you ain't the even, gate. You ain't, you ain't even, even here yet. Nothing. You ain't even here yet. You ain't even here yet. Exactly. You don't know what we got. You ain't even seen the rest of the chicks in, oh, that's on the first floor, second exactly. floor. You know what I'm saying? Nope. I want her. Yep. Man, and so. You're not even having the chance to have a conversation. That dynamic tripped me out because one thing I know, man, I, what I like that I did, even though it might be frowned upon, like when you, when you weigh your options, you get to see and learn what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. But when you go right for the gusto out the gate, you don't even know about if you like those kind of girls, if mm-hmm. you like those kind of girls. You know what I'm saying? And so, man, I be seeing like, y'all, that's serious. Y'all just yeah. got here. Yeah. It's your first day in class, first day of the school year. Exactly. You know who you want for the whole four years. Exactly. And, and they don't even talk no more. Exactly. Like, they, like, it was a physical thing. She a mm-hmm. pretty looking girl, you know what I mean? But, Personality wise, it they just, didn't mesh. It didn't mesh. And that's you don't even what talk I'm to saying. her no more. You don't and, even say and they don't even go through that process of being able to figure out the personality that's types what I was about to say. that that mesh well with how they personality type Real is. Talk, like bro. sit back, like you said, be the new guy for a minute. Like see, see what's going that. on. That's a good see thing. See what's popping that lunch. You know what I'm thing. saying? Like yeah. figure it out, and then be like, you know what? Oh, girl, kind of cool, and uh, her personality popping. Like, what's yeah. her name? What's up with her? Exactly. No, nope. like, no. I see this one. I gotta have it. <laughs> Dear now, the though. <laughs> Dear the headlights, Yeah, mm-hmm. man. We got Nick Saban on his, um, what seventh? Seventh. This is a national seven, championship. Man. Where Where does he rank in you guys' coaches' ring of honor, Hall of Fame? Where would y'all have him as one of the greatest coaches of all time? Is he the top college football coach of all time, or would y'all say 
it's somebody that's giving him a run for the top spot. No, I would say Nick Saban is the top football coach of all time, man. Um, College? College. Got you. Yeah, I'm I'm not because the league is a different ball game. Uh, I would say college, though, especially at this time. Like, it's the time of recruiting, and he goes and gets the players that he wants. They fit in the system. Um, it's a help me help you type And of he's deal. been consistent. Yep. Success loves consistency. Mm-hmm. And one thing about Alabama and Nick Saban, like you said, they getting players that fit their system. Time in, time out, year yep. in, year out. Guys winning the Heisman, whether it's a running back, a QB, a receiver. Mm-hmm. And it's just remarkable to see a program built on excellence and it's just repeated mm-hmm. most years. You know what I'm saying? He might have an outlier here and there where they don't win it, but mm-hmm. they still in the running. They ain't his, never one in nine. His his excellence has been sustainable, man. Um, along with that, though, Chris, he's with that excellence, he's been able to change along with things. Like I remember we used to talk back in the day. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban used to have a big D line, like big yep, yep. three, four guys, you know what I'm saying? An athletic quarterback and teams would get outside of them and they didn't have a real dominant pass rusher. So like yep. When it came time to get after it, or you needed to get a stop or a so sack he or a he was rumble. he was flexible and nimble and adjusting with the game, yeah, or bringing in coordinators that yes. can help implement yes. where the game maybe have been to moving. Be complaining to. about them going hurry up, so those big guys they couldn't keep up. He's like, you know what, I gotta adjust my I gotta adjust my thinking, adjust my game plan. That's what he did when I got the guys that again fit his system and. He's been winning every since. You right on that, Ian. I'm going to add on to that. So, remember in 2016 when Ohio State beat Bama? Yeah. yeah. So, the things that they struggle with. Yeah. Linebackers is 250 pounds, 240. They couldn't run. D-linemen, they D-ends was D-tackles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big guys that couldn't run. That next year, he mm-hmm. got those guys. He adjusted. Yeah. So, to me, that's where he – you know, sometimes coaches, bro, they don't they don't change their scheme mm-hmm. to the now. We are who we are. There you go. That's it. Mm-hmm. No, he adjusted. And for him to coach 70, he's, what, for him to coach 40 some years, bro, to see different systems and schemes right. and the personality of kids, bro, right. to adjust, bro. He old school. He old, old, old school. So it wasn't no transfer portal Mm-mm. in the, in the 70s. Nope. It wasn't, you know, it was that tough kid. Now he'll, he adjusting to that, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I say he the GOAT, bro. So he the GOAT for his adjustments along with his sustained yep. excellence. Mm-hmm. There you go. I love it, man. Like I say, man, success loves consistency. Nick Saban, major mm-hmm. salute oh, yeah. for a job well done. Good luck on a, maybe an a eighth national championship at this level. The one thing I want to say, man, what is when you have success, the real hallmark of success is your ability to produce other winners. Mm-hmm. His coaching tree. Correct. His coaching tree, his pupils, Mm -hmm. the students that now have become the teacher, he facing off against them in national championships. Mm -hmm. That's remarkable, and that speaks volume too. Like your leadership style, your winning, it rubs off in such a manner that Mm -hmm. guys are going out starting their own programs. But his blueprint is successful, man. If you've been an assistant for any amount of time at Alabama, you've seen – in a four-year span, you've seen them win a national championship. Mm-hmm. Like, So you would be a fool to not take that same recipe and take it somewhere else and try to duplicate it. Mm-hmm. Like, And Kirby Smart's done a good job. This is actually what his second national championship he's playing in. So, yeah. again, against Nick, uh, Nick Saban, but you got to slay the goat at some time. You got to yeah. beat the Giant. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, Do you guys think this year will be the year Georgia is able to pull it off and Kirby Smart, can they get it done? So – 
I'm going to look at it from every angle. And I know you guys want to throw in. So, D-line. So, Georgia advantages, you we know, defense. The front, front seven. seven. Front yeah. seven. Mm-hmm. They lead uh, ready. They do a great job of blitzes. They throw a lot of different blitzes. Um, so to me, it's going to come down to that. It's going to come down to Alabama protecting Bryce Young like they did in the SEC championship. They did a great job of protecting mm-hmm, him. Yep. They knew what blisters was coming. They also knew, also, Bryce Young, was he was doing check with me's at the line of scrimmage. He was doing audibles, mm-hmm. doing quick, hot stuff and stuff like that. So it's going to come down to that. That's my. I'm going to go with quarterback play. Yeah. I trust Bryce Young. Over Stetson. Trust, yes, any day. I agree. It, it go a quarterback play. Mm-hmm. But um, I knew Georgia was serious because, of, like, I, I watched a lot of Georgia this year. But I knew they were serious how they dominated Michigan mm-hmm. defensively. Like, you know when you know when defensive guys, you know, they make big plays, they celebrate. They celebrated, but they was focused. So it was a mm-hmm. quick celebration. We got to focus. Them guys was dialed in, man. They I played. told E. I told E. You saw elite level play, and no knock to Michigan. We Michigan boys, but Michigan wasn't in the same league as Georgia. But the and crazy seen part, it. Michigan O line dominated all year. And I, they got I, off. They got uh, the award for offensive line of the yes, year. Yes, they did. And of course, and that Georgia was motivation. Like, all right, that exactly. was locker room bulletin board material for that D line to say, "There you go, y'all bro. ain't played us." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm seeing old linemen on skates, bro. I ain't seen them all year like this on skates. And then in order for Michigan to beat, like I told them, the, and my theory was it just Georgia had great momentum, bro. The, the play call did a great job, and it was just momentum, bro, mm-hmm. from an offensive standpoint. Yeah. I don't think it was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. The play call did a great job. It was great momentum. In order for Michigan to win that game, they would have had a special quarterback. Yeah, Bryce Young, like you know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. won. He beat Georgia. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And – and that's how I see it, Bryce Young. He got to play. He got to play even better because Mechie is out. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know what I mean? He and it's the second bro. time around, too. There you like, go. It's going to be a lot harder, bro. What y'all think, like, prediction-wise? What y'all think, score-wise? What y'all, for yeah, one, I want to – let me jump in. I, for yeah, one, I think um, Stetson played his best game ever, bro. Yeah. Like, so, I don't see him duplicating that performance mm-hmm. like he did versus Michigan, for one. Two, um, it's put up or shut-up time now for Georgia, man. Like – you got another shot at it. This, yeah. the, you know what I'm saying? Right. This is a national championship. It's for all the marbles. Exactly. Typically, you know? these games come down to turnovers. Mm-hmm. And like CB said, who can protect the quarterback? If I had to say who's going to do the better job at that, I think Alabama would have the least amount of turnovers. And I think that they will create more, more turnovers. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes – it's a small degree of separation and winning, losing these kind of games if it ain't a runaway type of game. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get a nod to Alabama, but it's going to be something that I'm curious to see how it play out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so with that being said, man, what you guys think about Harbaugh and potentially another stint in the NFL? I remember when E said this. Remember in 2016 – Cardell Jones from Ohio State. Let's go. You're going exactly where I'm going. So, he was like, bro, like, we was talking like, should he leave? And my mind back then was like, bro, he need to stay. He need to get developed. I'm thinking like a coach. What I said. He was like, bro, he need to go now. Ride the wave. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes sense. Especially... And nowadays, right away, go yeah. to the league. Did you he got go a or small window back, of opportunity. You got a small back. window of opportunity. Yep. 
to take advantage of it because yep. it might be gone. There you go. Take advantage of the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So Jim Harbaugh, to me, I was listening on the radio, bro. I, I think I look at it two things, right? Um, I think from a from a head coach, right? From a competitive standpoint, last year his contract got cut in half, meaning it was incentive heavy. Mm -hmm. He took a pay cap from a, a contract standpoint of a promising money. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, if I go to the league or if I don't go to the league, Michigan will have to show their hand. So I think he in a situation where he could get his contract adjusted. You think he got the leverage? Oh, on yeah, his side? definitely. Oh, definitely. He he definitely got the leverage. But I think I would love for him to go to the NFL mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, that's where he want to be, and I think we all know that. Number two, like he said, ride the wave. Mm -hmm. And I think he would do – he's going to do better in the NFL. He get a – that job at Oakland, or he get the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think he'd do better, man. I think he better suited. And that's just what you thing. think, E? So my saying is, you got to strike when the iron is the hottest, man. When your stock is the hottest, you got to go. go. Right now, this this is the highest Jim Harbaugh has been talked about. The highest he's ever been thought of. Why he's been the coach at Michigan. So you got to go. To me, like mm -hmm. we talking about, that's you got to go. You know what I'm saying? There's some good jobs out there, like you just mentioned, Chicago with. Justin Fields, our quarterback. Man. You got Denver, where they just a quarterback away. You know what I mean? Like, it's some – Minnesota just got rid of their coach. I mean, yeah, they coach. Like, bro, some good it's, job. It's some uh, good Miami. job openings. Yeah. Word, Brian Flores bro. just got released. So, it's some – he got the pick of the litter right mm -hmm. now. So, and uh, my, I heard uh, this today on the radio that uh, Miami Dolphins owner is a Michigan guy. So yeah, he is. Heisen guy. No, Ross. Ross, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – the writing could be on the wall right there too. Like you just never know. And like you said, CB, he an NFL coach, bro. Like when you take a team to the Super Bowl, it's been plenty of coaches that's been coaching the league for all these hundred years. Exactly. Few have been to the Super Bowl. Exactly. But so Chris, I think he itching to get back to do that. I do. I think. But he's gonna I remember it, Chris, you was telling me, bro. So when he left the NFL to go on college, he struggled with the locker room, meaning he was talking to grown men like they college players. Yeah. So I don't know how. That mix going to be because I seen some behind the scenes on Hardball, bro. I don't think as a coach it's just motivator. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, see I don't that. see. I don't see nobody willing to run through a brick yeah. wall for Hardball. He don't strike me as that person. I don't believe he had the social skills to talk to this today's player and in the league in the league because that was one of his downfalls or why they kicked him out of the league. You you talking to grown men and make millions like their 19-year-old scholarship kids. Mm. And that didn't go over well with Patrick Willis. That didn't go over well with some of the elites, Frank Gore in the locker room. They looking like us. We do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, and and he didn't get better at it. He looks uninterested to me at times on Michigan sideline. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't still think he has brought in one of the best recruiting classes, like compared to Bama, Clemson, nah. and some of the Power 5 schools yet. Cause I don't, I don't just see kids being in a rush to run and go play for him. They might want to go play for Michigan, yeah. But I don't think it's Jim Harbaugh, especially with how he be looking on the sidelines and then the the lack of social skills that I that I believe he possessed. Just, yeah, but I, I see. I want to disagree, man, because I think at the end of the day, when you in the league, it's about wins and losses, man. Like, oh yeah, no doubt. That's all. You know what I mean? That's all it's about. I think uh, it's a few coaches that lack social skills. I ain't going to say not, that's all it's about. You know, you finish. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's a few coaches that don't really do it yeah. on the motivational side and social skills and ain't the greatest. So I think 
as long as you can produce wins for these grown men, because bro, we got mortgages and all of these things. Like we actually grown men. Like yeah. <laughs> our jobs is on the line every week. So if we winning, they gonna tolerate Jim Harbaugh. More along the lines as and I think my last point is um he had to learn something at Michigan, bro. Like like C B saying these today's kids are different, man. Mm-hmm. He been with these kids for five, six years now. Like, you know what? Maybe it is time for I adjust my approach and get back mm-hmm. to the grown man. And, and do that because that's, that's kind of what I really want to do. That's real. I, I like that, bro. So this is my thing, E. It's funny you said that wins lost NFL. It does go to that. And this year was the first year that I dug deeper. And I'm thinking it's more than that, bro. Like, look at an Urban Meyer situation. Look how that went downhill. No mm-hmm. wins, though. But but you're right. No wins. But also, okay, now we're going to compare and contrast. So no wins. They he wasn't the locker room guy. Died. They yep. didn't they like he, him. They said he mm-hmm. ran practice like it was college. See, mm-hmm. so now let's now let's convert that to the Detroit Lions head coach. Mm-hmm. I love to be on his staff. Yep, Dan Campbell. Man, think about it, bro. Think about the games Detroit lost this year. Everyone was close. Everyone was close, but probably one or two. Detroit Lions don't even have a Pro Bowler, bro. They don't have a Pro Bowler. Nope. We can't even name they starting. We probably can't name five starters on offense or defense. Like literally, bro. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Every week they play hard. And yeah. who are they playing hard for? Coach Campbell. Coach Campbell. So E, this was the first year, bro, that I sat back and I'm like, dang. The Lions is playing hard yep. for their leader, bro. I couldn't knock the Lions this year. Like it was heartbreak every Sunday. But at least they didn't quit. You ain't mm-hmm. see no quitting them. You yep. saw number 100% effort. <laughs> and every game, they lost on the last play of the no game. No pro bowlers. Uh, and I like that. That's it. Nope. I like where you're going <laughs> no with that. No pro bowlers, but though. My you... pushback is this, though, CB. They are fighting for their coach, but they have been on the brink of winning in 15 or 12 of the 17 games. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, like, they can see the victory, bro. They, they that yeah. close to it. Like, yeah, they fighting for the leader, but collectively as a group, as a team, we right there. Right like, there, bro. Them, them are, <laughs> think about it every week. Them are heartbreakers, bro. They, they are. Just yeah, close. They are. They Dang, 14 17. Now, that's why I was looking. And they be that's winning. Why I give you props too. for Dan Campbell being the leader that he is because he's getting them guys back up exactly. once again yeah. the next week. Like, that's yo, leaving, bro. Let's do it again. Leaving, crying in front of the media. Mm-hmm. Whatever he got to do, bro. They, they love him, bro. So that shows me, that told me a lot, bro. So it's not about like grown men. We know, you know, they take, you know, money and the talent and the wins and losses, bro. But when you got a leader that love you, bro, you're going to do anything for him, bro. Mm-hmm. Think about it, bro. And real quick, this uh, Chris's point, bro. Dan Campbell ain't the most socially witted guy. You get what I'm saying? His opening press conference was talking about biting kneecaps and all kind of stuff. So, bro, that weird thing is in. Long as you, like. He got his players believing, though. There you yeah. go. That's, that's that what matters most, you know, and the, the belief system. And then, you know, let's hop talking about. My man at the Dolphins. He got let go Brian today. Flores. You know, um, I was hearing it come over here. You know, he he came, he took over a program, took over organization, was mm-hmm. depleted. He mm-hmm. went 5'11", 10-6, and he go 9-8 this year. They start off, what, 1-7? and seven, mm-hmm. And then they finished strong. Seven games in a row they won. So everybody is upset. You know what I mean? Um, so the frustrating part for me, I think for us is you know African American coach another a good African American head coach being let go, um, and I heard about him and the GM didn't get along, mm-hmm. and then him and Tua's situation was a little spicy. But to, for me, bro, 
So I'm always look. We always looking to fix things. Like, okay, as an owner, man, head coach and GM, we got to fix this situation, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we got to come down because Flores is our future. You know what I mean? He's gonna do great things here. We are gonna make sure we got to put all the tools for him to be successful. And and I I I get frustrated with college football and NFL, bro, when they let good coaches go. Mm-hmm. They let good coaches go, bro. Mm-hmm. And now. Like like Ryan Clark said today, who's going to replace him, bro? Right. So what do you guys think are some of the factors that are at play when when good black or minority head coaches are let go, not given the same not given the same grace as their counterparts are given? What do you guys think are at play or we always get the jobs when the team is either the most worst or horriblest team? In a league, whether that's the NBA, NFL, college, no matter what, what's that play? With first, I want to speak to the uh, the what's that play first and foremost. I think that they don't allow us the leash long enough. Like three years ain't long enough. You get what I'm saying? To to go over and to to totally overhaul a bad situation. Yeah. Into a winning program, they've been a laughing stock of the AFC East for the last mm-hmm. however long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think Brady ever lost to the Dolphins. Like. For real, for real. So, for that to happen in just three years, it's just, like, disheartening, man. It's just, like, dang. It's frustrating because you don't get it long enough. Like, bro, I'm, I was winning. Mm-hmm. I think his overall record is 25 and 24 or something. Like, mm-hmm. or it's one game either way, five, above 500, below. For like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not fire, bro, but that's what you get, bro. Yeah. Like, what you think, bro? It's, it's, it's frustrating, bro, like, because, you know, I'm, I'm, a, head, I'm a head football coach, so – you know, I look at those things. It's it's sad, but we have a have we have to have a perfect situation, bro, in mm-hmm. order for us to. First of all, we get the the worst jobs, mm-hmm. so that was a horrible job that he got. We have to make sure I have a good relationship with the GM. So now I'm thinking, like, dang, did the GM hire Flores? Like, I'm not sure if he was his guy. So that that's another thing. That's you another thing. I got to make sure I got a relation. If if me and my relationship, my uh, GM don't get along, I'm not gonna be there that long. Bro. Your, le- your leash ain't gonna be long there to East go. Point. It's, it's, mm-hmm. So because he want his guy. You got two years. They gonna give you two years, and if you don't, if you don't shift it in two years, you're gone. You got to be in the playoffs. You have to be. Like you have to have a. a I'm just saying, you have to have a winning record. Bro. So how will we ever get that if we're inheriting bad? Teams and programs, time and time again, and the and the leash is only two years versus a uh, John Gruden back when he inherited the Bucks and or the Raiders, and they was already and they ready. was already Super ready. Bowl ready, already ready. I don't even know, bro. I don't even think it's gonna change. Like he said, and I'm gonna let he said, he said the NFL is like Catholic schools, like private schools, the mm-hmm. owners. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like he said, why should I hire you? You know what I mean? I like this. I don't guy. have to. You can't tell me who to hire. You can't, mm-hmm. bro. You can't tell me who to hire. It, there you go. And it's just, bro. It's my money. I'm control. I got. You know what I mean? It's my money. You can't tell and me so to hire. Beca- so because of that control, they also dictate the leash. Oh yeah. For sure. Like there again, bro. If I'm the owner, I'm high. I, I, I'm the only one that's in control to hire the GM, the president, head coach. Yeah. Like, if I'm not feeling it, I'm gonna fire one of them. Somebody gotta go. And then if I don't still like it, I'm gonna put pressure on the other guy to fire the guy below him. So. I'm always in control. You get what I'm saying? No matter what. And again, you can't tell me to hire CB. Yeah. So Clay Thompson, man, coming back <laughs> after two years of being out due to injury. Mm-hmm. 
his performance came back 17 points, didn't miss a beat, made his first three, dunked on the whole team, mm-hmm. made a layup. What mental toll does overcoming an injury have on a player? What are some of the things you guys – think about injuries you guys had in your career as athletes and the mental toll it take on you and then to get back. You know what I'm saying? I think the mental toll is just as heavy as the physical toll. Seriously, like Clay with the torn Achilles and ACL, like the two years, I think as much as he had to rehab the Achilles and the the other injuries, he had to rehab his mind. He had to rehab his – Mental stamina, well as his physical stamina. You know what I'm saying? He Does stay. doubt end up creeping sure. in? Do you start having uh, bro, you thoughts about will there. you be back to how you was before? For sure, especially coming off two injuries. Like, that's only natural when you have one doubt creeps in. Two tough injuries, Back bro. to back at that. ACL and Achilles? Like, bro, like, this ain't no ankle back. sprain, ACL and Facts. Achilles, bro. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to come back from either one of those. Mm-hmm. It can be yourself. So, doubt had to creep in at mm-hmm. – Especially after the second one happens, like man, am I supposed to do this? So which one happened first, bro? ACL, ACL in the finals. Mm, yeah. CB, you had an ACL injury. Not How? ACL, PCL. You had a PCL. And ACL. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they said the ACL is the toughest injury to recover from, from a mental state. From a mental state. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's your knee. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you think you're gonna snap it. Mm-hmm. You don't think you're gonna tear it. And what people fail to realize is that. 90% of all sports is mental. Mm-hmm. So if you out there with doubt and thinking you not who you once were, not as explosive, not as reactive, man, that can creep into your game. CB, when you had to overcome your PCL, yeah. what was some of the mental things that you went through being a top QB in the state at the time and then yeah. now having to not only nurse yourself back from injury, but then – resume playing with a brace. I think the biggest thing is, like, from a football standpoint, it was challenging, bro, because I couldn't do the things that I that I used to do before I got the injury, like mm. move around, run the football and stuff like that. I had to become a pocket passer. And every time – so when I was playing on a turf at Housman, you know, it was turf, and I had the PCL when I, like, ran or, like, on a scramble, the turf was pulling my knee. Mm-hmm. Like it felt good in grass mm-hmm. because it's grass, but on turf it was pulling my knee. Mm-hmm. So it was just one of those challenges, man, that you just as a kid, bro, you just have to like block it. You know what I mean? You have to block it and just have faith. Like my doctor said I'm good to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so you have to think like that. But those injuries is always tough, man. And I, I think, you know, eventually what happens is more rest, more rest, more confidence. When you're doing therapy, when I used to do therapy, I did extra reps, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to strengthen my quads and my hamstrings. But, mm-hmm. man, I couldn't imagine tearing an ACL. So I've been lucky I didn't tear an ACL. It was more a PCL. Mm-hmm. So the ACL and the Achilles injury, like a broken leg, just any – oh, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was tough, man. That was tough. I guess the moral of the story is, man, life is about challenges, mm-hmm. overcoming challenges, mm-hmm. mentally stand – ready and prepared and overcoming the uh, things that that bring. And so, again, the ebbs and flows of it all will will test your character. You will really see what you made of when you go through something. And oftentimes, man, we, we measure a man by the things he's been through and how he overcame it. Mm-hmm. And so on that note, man, we just want to, again, 
encourage anybody out there, if you're going through something, understand it's part of your test, which becomes part of your testimony. Any mess that you're in ultimately becomes your message. Don't run from it. Embrace it. And understand that in the end, if you don't give in, all you can do is win. guys check in to deeper than sports on all platforms whether instagram facebook youtube and twitter make sure you tune in each and every episode so you can see what's coming down the pipe each and every week to then guys take care we'll see you all in the next one